What's poppin'? How's it hanging, everybody? Welcome to the What's Poppin' podcast. Uh, I am your host, Caden. And I am your... Small... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, had a jo- I had the joke. Hold on. I got this. Don't worry. There's no, pa- there's no podcast too small, no podcast too big. I am your host, Joey. Wow. Wow. You shut up. <laughs> it was, was smart in my head. I just didn't... I was... did not get any time to practice it. If I practiced it, it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, the old classic, right? Nothing's no, come out we're gonna recently. talk about, we're gonna talk about the Disney Plus original movie, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which barely has anything to do with Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll put a note here real quick before we start. Most of the things that we talk about with that movie, I'm I was like ninety percent okay with because it was the actors who played them and not them actually changing those characters. Exactly. Like, come on, the people who watch, the people who grew up with the old Donald Duck cartoons have more to say about Rescue Rangers being a departure from how Chippendale act than you all have about this movie. Come on, admit it. <laughs> Yeah, but come on. I mean, do, who, who, who out here is a fan of Chippendale Park Life? Am I right? <laughs> Remember that show? Uh, vaguely. <laughs> it was like it was a spinoff of the Mickey Mouse, like the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse show. Oh, okay. Like yeah, the yeah, yeah. the same art style and animation from that, but Chippendale. Got it. I, I it wasn't good. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, uh, came out in May. Yeah. Uh, May 20th, so that's just a couple weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we would have gotten to it sooner, but... (laughs) And, basically, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, which you should, you should see the movie, it's very fun, um, it is Chip and Dale are actors in Hollywood... Uh, they met in school. They were both like bullied and kind of rejected. They well, you know that feeling. become they become I kinda, best I friends. Saw us and them in that beginning scene. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love their tiny little table in the middle of the cafeteria yeah. that somehow <laughs> nobody kicks it, nobody steps on it. They're just perfectly fine. It's probably um, glued to the floor. Something to that effect. um and then basically they're best friends they work on like comedy routines they do little shows together they end up moving to hollywood and pursuing their dreams and eventually end up getting to star in their own show which is chippendale rescue rangers the classic the disney afternoon yeah uh show and yeah, basically. I, I was fascinated by the fact that they made him as, like, the head writers of it. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're basically Jackie Channing it. Yeah. They starred and, and wrote it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and, and so then, basically, uh, Dale wants to go and do Double O Dale, which is a, like, James Bond kind of yeah. show, whatever ends up getting the series canceled after three seasons. 
uh, Chip is super butthurt about it. Did they mention that if it was three seasons? Because it's they did. It's they specifically seen... mentioned. Okay, I guess they it's specifically one, mentioned it's one three big seasons. season in our world. About sixty episodes. They're, they didn't really have yeah. two seasons here, but they say it's three. Se- the heck, there there's some lines. Uh, Chip and Dale mention some. Uh, they they have like a running gag about episodes. Yeah. Using it to move their plot along. And there's two points where they mention 147 and 100 and something else. Yeah. And I and I as someone who literally, when the trailer for this movie came out, I just finished binge watching the entirety thing for the last three months. So yeah. when I when I watched the movie with that still fresh in my mind, I'm like, I don't think there's a hundred episodes. I counted. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, they do that. Uh, they, their show gets canceled and then it zooms ahead to the current day, which is like, what, 30 years later is what they display up there. Yeah. And so Chip and Dale are separate. They haven't talked since the show got canceled. Mm. Um, and basically, uh, they are out of each other's lives and, Dale is still doing little acts uh, here and there, wherever he can, and Chip is sh- selling life insurance, which is perfect, hilarious. <laughs> Maybe the Geico guy is like, "Yes, here you go, life insurance." Yeah. Um. It must be yeah, really hard to so sell life that. insurance to a tune, though. Like, I mm, like a classic I, tune. You know how how hard it was to kill them in Roger Rabbit. As as the classic tune, they had to make like an entire like substance to kill them. There there is there's no yeah. way to sell life insurance to that. I don't know what the what the meta is in this movie on if tunes are easily killable now from well, themselves do stuff. So life insurance I mean, probably is needed now, but yeah. Okay, here's where we're gonna get into spoiler territory. So if you yeah. haven't seen the movie. Anything past this point is spoilers. Yeah. Everything else um, before this point was just, you know, this is like the first 20 minutes. Now we're going to go, hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So having to do with the fact that tunes may be easy to kill, the fact that uh, Dale literally at the end of the movie almost yeah. dies. Yeah. Like, so that is, that is a thing that's on the table. Yeah. Like the fact that they are able to die. Also, not to mention that uh, Sweet Pete, mm-hmm. uh, he literally has a bottle of dip. Yeah. Um, and that's like in his uh, li- little bag of torture devices. That's, that's slightly terrifying. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a drug lord, so. I mean, yeah. Which also is is just so funny to me. The fact that, like... It's like a, a, a truck lord slash repurposer? Yeah, he, like... Like, porta potties out of abandoned merchandise. He has a lot of things going on. So he uh, uses, aban- he uses like, old um, unsold merchandise, buys it in bulk, and then has a thing where he like makes porta potties out of old plastic. Yeah. Which is like I don't see why he has to buy old merchandise in order to do that, but like go off, I guess. Eh, I don't know how plastic services work, but they're Yeah, I don't it, I don't think I they work like that entirely. Plastic makes the most sense. 
Yeah, reusing the plastic, I guess, then it's, buying, like, not in landfills, but, like... right off the market plastic probably is more expensive than just melting down old... And, like, it's not like they had to be... I, I know, like, plastic has this thing where it's, like, you can only, like, recycle it so many times and whatnot. Doesn't yeah. care. He's making porta potties out of them. It's, it's just enough that it's, like, okay, this makes sense. It's cheap enough to make a, a product that you don't have to worry that much about the plastic quality in the first place. Exactly. Don't know if the writers thought that far into it than we did, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like he has that as one of his hustles. He also um, like had his acting career in his past, which yeah. failed. Um, he, you know, runs... He, fr- he runs a drug front. And the d- drugs are stinky cheese, which is Cheesy. funny. Um, I I don't like that the modern day, if you don't want to use drugs in your movie, you use cheese. Well, I, I it's like specifically because now the ca- where cheese is literally is synonymous for drugs, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, we're we're talking about rodents. I These mean, are literally to rodents. To be fair, we have rodents involved. So, yeah. Um, and also I just like the, the part where they're like, where they go to the place where the cheese is being sold and one of the, one of the rats that like floats by in the background on yeah. the, like on the stink lines from the cheese is Remy. Yeah. Is it Remy? I didn't yeah. see him. I didn't see him, but I, I'll, it's I'll really funny. <laughs> I, I was also like. They missed a good chance to put like Templeton in there, oh yeah, um, or whatever. But they they had like a couple Five nice up. characters. They, what if they had? They could have had like, <laughs> yeah, they could have had like. But so messed uh, up. Ger- a five would have been pretty like. Oh no. Five-o, yeah, five They could have had like Geronimo Stilton. They could have had. <laughs> You know, they could have had, they could have had ba- the Basil. They could have had Radigan. Oh, they yeah. could have had. Uh, yeah. There's so many characters they could have chosen. Uh, oh my goodness me! Oh no, I don't think Disney would have let them pass the what I just thought of. Just Mickey. Just have Mickey up. there, just like smoking. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like he's like wearing like some really like obvious to the audience. It's Mickey Mouse, but he's hiding. Yeah. Kind of thing because he's a probably a CEO probably in this universe possibly. Oh, he's definitely like he's rich. one of those high paid actors that like yeah. only have to be in one movie every few years because they just make <laughs> so much money. Yeah, he's like yeah, cheese. Give me that cheese. <laughs> um. So. Uh. One thing that I would like to uh, bring up, yes, because we have we have two main characters, right? Yes, we have Chip, we have Dale, and yeah. then the third main character uh, is Ellie. Yes, who is a human, human. person. Uh, she's a police officer, um, and this is this is a thing that always bugs me with like bringing animation and uh and live action together is that one of the main characters always has to be a person yeah so 
what's funny about it is it's basically an in, they, they kind of did an inverse Roger Rabbit, where Roger Rabbit was a was a live action guy who partnered up with a with a cartoon character. This one, it's cartoon yeah. characters teaming up with a with a person. And and honestly, Ellie is not in the movie too much. She she isn't. But interesting. It's way, like yeah. it's like just enough to the point where it's like okay, she didn't really have to be there as yeah. much as she was even. I she was primarily I her what I'm reading to as a storyteller. Her primary thing was to be a red herring first, then a sidekick second. Exactly. So. Um, unfortunate uh as someone who didn't really like the oh we twisted by not being a twist thing wink wink nudge nudge thing yeah probably the weakest part of the movie for me uh yeah but i'd rather had i would have rather i did like jk simmons being uh an evil claymation so yeah uh literally <laughs> uh yeah captain putty captain putty is, is like character so good. I love his animation. His animation is fantastic. I love his his fight scene at the end of the movie is so creative. It it's one of those fight scenes that feels like if they were allowed to go like one one more octave up in their ratings, it could have gotten a lot darker. Oh yeah. It feels like something a couple of of maneuvers that you would have thought of for a putty trying to kill someone. They couldn't do it because of the rating they had. <laughs> Exactly. And I just, I love, I, I just love the idea of, like, claymation characters being tunes. I think yeah. that's super, super creative. And I think, like, you know, the fact that he's <laughs> themed after Gumby yeah, uh, and stuff like that made it even better for me because I grew up with Gumby. And I've yeah. always loved that animation style. There's a couple times when he makes like some funny faces, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's that good face. shit. Um, but yeah, so I think my main complaint with him is that they sh when they showed that fight scene, I got more confused at why he was small the whole time. Yeah, because mo mostly when you have a, a character that acts like that, he the only time he was supposed to be small is when he was doing investigations in. You know, in in Monty's Monty's motel room. Hi, what is it? <laughs> House. Monty Monty's apartment. Apartment. There you go. And then <laughs> and, and it would mix it like he he would be like human size all the rest of the time. But no, they kept him basically the same size for majority of the movie. And I'm curious. I mean, he like he was reason. smaller. He was smaller in Monty's apartment than he was when he was like when they were at the docks. Okay. Because at the docks, he was big enough to be, like, on a Segway okay, and stuff okay. like that. He was, like, half human height, but got it, got in it. Monty's apartment, he was the same height as the chipmunks. Got it. So, I don't I'm know. His, his like size rules... Wrong, but... <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like, in a way, he couldn't go much bigger than he did because yeah. he only has so much clay. That didn't stop Gumby, but... <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, you you say that, but like you look at that fight scene. I know for a fact he's creating more clay than there actually is clay of him, and that's that's the main reason it bugged me is that the fight scene let him do it, but they couldn't do it for the rest of the movie. And I I can yeah. only speculate it had to be for like 
budget reasons or something like that, or just funnier to make this guy who's a high and mighty cop look small. I don't know. There, there seems to be more yeah. to more probable thought that they had to keep him small than to make him do that. Yeah. Maybe it was just easier um, to have one model. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, J.K. Simmons, his voice in this was just like perfect for the character. Yeah. They always give him in any role he does. They always give him the same mustache. <laughs> that yeah. mustache is synonymous across every single role that yeah. he's ever done, and I love it. I just like like he- I'm. I love that I'm pretty sure the only time. time yeah. I'm pretty sure the only time that they didn't give him a mustache like that was in Zootopia. Oh, right. Because he was a lion, and how do you give a lion a big poofy mustache? Uh, you twizzle his whiskers into the mustache. I've, yes. I've seen whisker sashes on Actually, animals. no, I guess that's that's not even fair, because the, the otter that disappears in... He had a mustache, so that yeah. doesn't even... Yeah. Hmm. Mm, they, they Zootopia, like, what did you do? You fucked Zootopia, up. You, you made one mistake. You didn't get Jimmy Simmons' mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, and then also, another part that was uh, very good was the uh, the Uncanny Valley. I, I thought you were going to say the Seth Rogen meets Seth Rogen meets Seth Rogen. That part's also good, but the Uncanny Valley's <laughs> a little better. My real question in that one is, where did the, the if there's one thing I I kind of wish this movie may have touched on in some fashion, heck maybe like some pamphlet, without them making it like said, is how do these new tunes exist? Because we're all I'm guessing everybody's on the assumption that they made this as it's an in-universe, like it takes place in the same universe as Roger Rabbit, so it's an unintentional sequel to there, kind of thing. So the big yeah. question is. And truthfully, Roger Rabbit didn't really explain this either, of how do the new tunes that fit, like, it's one thing for, because they explained how a tune that was already one style gets rebooted into a new style kind yeah. of thing. But they don't really explain how in the world they, they, they fit to our world's evolution of the style. Because there's a scene in the original, in, in Roger Rabbit with Betty Boop saying she doesn't get work anymore. Because they, no one watches uh, black and white cartoons anymore. So where did all yeah. the colored cartoons come from? And so Uncanny Valley's in a similar spot of where they said, "Oh, remember the animation style?" It's like, yeah, but were they created because of the animation style? Where do they come from? Yeah. Well, and also, also like the whole like black and white thing. Obviously, the, like they have the whole CG surgery. Maybe yeah. that CG surgery didn't exist for years and years and years mm. until after, because we all know that Betty Boop was in color eventually. Yeah. Because that's just what happened. They made colored Betty Boop cartoons. So, you know, maybe maybe surgery went from, like, black and white cartoons, went to color, colored cartoons could go to CG, stuff like that. Like, Yeah. I mean, they could be painting them. They could be just... I, I don't want to yeah. dive too deep into the thoughts on, on that a black and white cartoon just gets themselves colored treatments, like wearing makeup I, or something like that. I mean, t- isn't that just <laughs> tattoos? I mean... <laughs> 
<laughs> we could call it that. But um, yeah. So like, I I don't know things things like so, existing as, isn't as an overthinking thing, and as much as I like the the opening with showing them how they become their their thing, with the the air of definitely Roger Rabbit being thought of. Which I think I think most people are st- will be stuck in this mindset specifically because they brought up Roger Rabbit. Yep. So the two thought processes is because at the time, as someone mentioned, when Chippendale came out, that's when actually the movie Roger Rabbit came out. Yeah. But the movie itself takes place further back in what would be the so either that Roger Rabbit is also an actor who played Roger Rabbit in that movie, or <laughs> that's act that's Robert Rabbit. Roger Rabjit, the actual Ro- guy. <laughs> Robber Rabjit. Robber Rabjit, or it's it's Roger Rabbit, the the city hero, right? Yeah. Who who stopped the the highway and saved some tunes in this one town? So, but if Dip is a real thing, yeah. So then I think it's the latter. So we'll, we'll play devil's advocate that the that the Lonely Island was treating this as a thing in that universe specifically. Yeah. Uh, so my new question is, um, where what happened to the original Chippendale that would have been alive during the time Roger the events of Roger Rabbit was going on? Because Mickey Mouse was there, and most of the cast that Chippendale is originally from did have cartoons in that same era. So where are they? Well, yeah, How but, did Chippendale but... grow up in the eighties? <laughs> I mean, were Chip and Dale in Roger Rabbit? They were not. It's uh, it's I'm a I like I know cartoons in, in their history, and Chip and Dale is roughly around the same time. Yeah, just because it's around the same time doesn't mean that. So, it's it's the speculation like there's a couple other characters like the, the show, like uh, the person who who actually slathers us on more is the person we we probably don't want to talk too much about, which is Ugly Sonic. Because there's another yeah. dude who's probably called Sonic play who took his role. Not Well, not he literally designed. he literally said that in the movie, yeah. So He he literally said he and Sonic are two different people. So, so. there could be duplicates of certain characters and because apparently, um in that exact same scene I I've uh, of meeting Ugly Sonic, you see uh Lumiere, but he's still in his cartoon form. Meaning, yeah, he if, didn't get the CG surgery, but Baloo did. But Baloo did. But what's funnier about that is they'd never say he. It's it's Jungle Book Baloo that got the CGI surgery for the reboot. It was Tailspin's Baloo that got the CGI surgery. For yeah, Jungle so whatever Book. happened to the original Baloo? So what happened to Baloo? <laughs> so my so so there's a new guy who's a CG version of Lumiere just walking around. To replace Lumiere, who didn't want to get the surgery, I guess. So there are a lot of things where I think they 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 grain assaulted thinking about probably people would overthink it because of how they wrote their story. Yeah. And we're never gonna get answers because Roger Rabbit didn't either. So. <laughs> yeah, though I, it is fun to think about. Yes, it is. Like I I enjoy the I I enjoy the idea that like in this universe like. Maybe there are just like other rules that exist. Yeah, you know, you I never like know. Them having like they, they do have this funny, interesting thing where it's like I guess some of the 
Um, unlike in in Roger Rabbit, uh, Atune's only job was to be in cartoons. If you couldn't, you you were in poverty, basically. Yeah. In this time period, they they both have been. They both can be an actor, or like do like some some actors do these days, where they start in acting and then they go on to a different job with the help of their acting, kind of skyrocketing their other thing. Exactly. There's a couple like signs and things of like. Certain tunes like went off to like make chicken tenders or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I like to think about like perhaps 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 it's like a thing of because Roger Rabbit and. Uh, Chip and Dale happened around the same time. Yeah. Maybe it's just like they were talking about the after events of that because they happened at the same time. But what you're saying is that, you know, Roger Rabbit happened at an earlier time. Mm. Right? Maybe. I mean, I if we wanted to go the full hilarious headcanon about this. So, if we say that the Roger Rabbit movie that we watched with them is an actual thing that happened in this movie, what if Roger Rabbit came out of retirement of acting to reprise his role as himself in the movie at that time when when they were hanging out with him? Well, see, that, that could be a thing. Like, what if he just played himself in a movie about his own story? Yeah. Or... Okay. Look at, looking into Roger Rabbit in general, this all works out in itself when get if you really want to get good writing meta into this because Roger Rabbit's original story was about comic strip tunes, as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. You could literally work all of these things into one universe if you wanted to put the legwork and do it because there's not a lot conflicting with itself at the point. No, well, and also, <laughs> um, another funny thing. Is that, like, you know, characters like Garfield also exist in this world. Oh, poor, poor. Oh, well, is that poor, but, poor Garfield to have him to Garfield? <clears throat> well, but canonically, Garfield also made a movie in a similar situation. Right. Yeah. Because Garfield Gets Real exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And that is a very similar concept. Yeah. Because... They live in, like, there's, like, a cartoon studio, but it's, like, them acting on a set. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's in its own, it's in its own comic universe separated from normal humans in that one, though. That's true. But, it's still a thing. It's a thing to think about. I don't know. Uh, we're we're not gonna go all film theory with this. We're not gonna go. Like, film, we were just saying. Well, here we go. This is what we got, and like this was uh, the primary discussion around Chip and Dale before it came out. So exactly, it's like okay, where does this fit in? What is it? And um, and as a side thing to it, the the main reason it was brought up was was uh, we'll switch it from the theory to why this was talked about mostly, and it's mostly because of how they did Chip being yeah. not really traditionally 2D animated while that was like the big thing about that one everything was 2D animated things like they put a lot of effort into it um, yeah 
with the the primary bit of that style was that there was tune objects and human objects. So if a tune was slapped into water in the real world, they spit out real water, which is you know what you usually don't do in special effects with an animated character in general. Usually the yeah. object changes between who's holding it, which makes it easier. Doing the way exactly. they did in there was even more effort than them actually animating them. And guess what I noticed when I watched Chip and Dale that I think put put my fears aside that at least some people did care about the legacy that they were trying to continue from. Yeah, the first one of the first shots at the party when Dale has nuts in his mouth, but they're yeah. real. Yeah, they're real. There's a couple other parts. They are real, genuine that. nuts that he yeah. shoved in his mouth. Real nuts. Not cartoon nuts. Real nuts. <laughs> because, as we know, yeah. Dale loves nuts in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Anyway. Yeah, uh... Throughout the movie, there are points where you're like, okay, they, they did put that effort of like them holding a human object and them... Heck, like the room, uh, the room later in the movie, most ninety percent of that garage of, of Dale's yeah. is act like ninety percent is real stuff that Chip and Dale actually had. Yeah. So. Though I gotta say one thing. Um. Yeah. Their clothing. Yeah. Sometimes they have tune clothing. Yeah. Sometimes they have real clothes put on their tune bodies. Ah, uh, yes. And so, like at the start, when he's, when when Chip is in his uh, his like Magnum PI outfit. Yeah. Which is not Indiana Jones, but they used Indiana Jones later in the movie. Yeah. Because it just made sense. Yeah. Um, it, when he's in his original Rescue Rangers outfit. Yeah. It's 2D. Well, mm -hmm. as 2D as this movie wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, as a note, well, we will say, like, they did do 2D animation for all the for a lot of the background characters that were 2D. Yeah. And probably all done in their usual way that they're probably animated, most likely. Yeah. Big guess. Who knows? A lot of that's outside of the writer's hands, as a big note, by the way. Which is probably why... I bet you the they would have rather had Chip 2D animated... But it probably yeah. wasn't just in their. Pro I don't know how much money they their budget. Took. It their was budget. it was the budget. So just um, having two 3D esque characters running around was probably easier to do. That being said, I really wish that Chip was animated at less frame rate. Oh. If Chip was animated yeah. at twenty four frames a second, yeah, instead of sixty. Yeah. You know, this yeah. would have been so much nicer. I mean, to be fair, I, I thought it was going to bug me more, especially with how people were talking about it. Because it, it was yeah. kind of hard not to notice in the trailer about it. But in the movie, there's a lot of shots that you can literally stop and he looks fine. Yeah, he, uh, he looks <laughs> he, he looks pretty good. But it's still just like the couple things that do bug me. Yeah, bug me. Yeah. Like, the frame rate being so smooth and stuff like that, it's like, okay, but, you know, he hasn't gotten any upgrades. Mm. Why is he, <laughs> Why is he so smoothly rate? animated? He's, he's taking his frame rate supplements. 
but like having Dale be, you know, proper frame rate and stuff like that yeah. makes total sense. But for Chip, yeah. I think it would have made more sense if he was a less frame rate. I don't mm. like I don't know. That's just so, it just makes sense to me. Do we do we want to switch to the gears now to the other thing that was very controversial about the movie when it came out? Uh Peter Pan. Oh, right, not that one. Uh, okay, that, that was we'll talk about that mid- one last. We, we, we'll talk about it last, because it is a big bean, but we're, we're still talking about, like, art. <laughs> Shut up. A big bean. Um, so the other one was the voices. And me and Fulky yeah. actually talked about this, too, where it was like, how dare they not make him chipmunks the whole time? You know why they don't make him chipmunks the whole time? Because they're um, voice acting. What, well, one, um... The primary complaints of the movie uh, of the characters they even call out in this movie, which is the Chipmunks, is they did that for all yeah. four movies. Yeah, everyone I've talked to really hates it. I didn't have a problem with it. Heck, I watched I, the whole I didn't sixty episodes of Rescue Rangers with those voices, and yeah. I was getting tired of it. Let alone making anybody of the modern day watch a whole movie with them like that. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I. I didn't hate <laughs> the voices. The couple times they did use the voices yeah. uh, in this movie was, like, it was okay. Yeah. Um, But, like, I don't know. It was, uh, it's I, not it a is. bad thing. Having John Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg as the voices for Chip yeah. and Dale was fine. I liked hearing them in their, like, genuine voices. Yeah. And just and, the idea that they go up into the chipmunk voices because they're good voice actors on yeah. top of being good in Hollywood. You know, it just makes sense. So, wait, no, maybe I need to double check that now. So, when I when I looked up the voice actors for Chip and Dale, um, yeah. through my, a little rabbit hole of a different thing, um, I could, um, everything I looked at said that Dale was voiced by Dale from from the show. At the, the whole in the, time. It's in the, the movie? Yeah, in the movie. It was still Dale. I did not find a different role for him, and what I found are you that really. About? I don't know. It's I looked it up. They they didn't. They they showed Chip as a different voice actor for the movie compared to the original show, but they didn't show Dale as a different voice actor. Chip is John Mulaney. Is it? Is he different? I need a double. Need and a really Dale different. is Andy Samberg. Okay. I. What? I don't know the names. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know these two specifically. Okay, John um, Mulaney, he's, you know, big funny comedian man. He was okay. he was uh Peter Porker in oh, Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. That explains why I recognized his voice to that movie then. Yeah, okay. And then Andy Samberg, have you ever seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the main I character. I didn't watch it. I yeah. just know one clip of it. And he's part. He's actually part of the Lonely Island, doesn't he? He's the main piece of yeah, the Lonely yeah, yeah, Island. Yeah. Yes, this entire movie was made by Lonely Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mentioned that earlier because that was something I was found. Oh, interesting. Then I double checked and I'm like, oh, that's why some of the movie actually I really liked because I really liked their Jack Sparrow song. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So that which is also a reason why I think the writing in this movie was. Yeah very good because lonely mm. island makes very good yeah. comedies it as as my note for the for the quick switch to, to the script thing 
I'm not a very I'm not someone who really likes being wink wink too much about things, especially if it's some. It's one thing where, like in Roger Rabbit, a lot of their winking was stuff that was from that era that a lot of that didn't happen anymore. So like the colors and or the black and white tunes and things like that. A lot of the wink wink nudge nudging they were doing, I'm like, we still have this as a problem in the animation industry. This does not make it better. Please stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's exactly. It's funny when it's not current, guys. And there's like what? There's like one jo- one meta joke that they already they established it with the show don't tell with Monty that they didn't yeah. need to have the line later with Gadget. Wh- which line? So she said, "Oh, it's amazing that my seals that were on the show are actually what I can really do." And it's like one. Oh yeah, she's just like the things I do in the show are what I actually do in real life. One, yeah. they've been doing. I, ha, I'm playing devil's advocate to the umpteenth degree here, but something sounds like a higher up didn't didn't catch on through the subtlety about it and made yeah. them say that line because the literally in Monty's apartment they did all of that. They showed how Monty was still him from the show with him having yeah. the cheese addiction. It's just gone up a little more than it was on the show. Because on the show yep. it would have been played for laughs, but it, it was an actual problem he was having. Which, yeah. It's is strangely very accurate to some thi- some depictions of certain people. It's very interesting, who, yeah. Whose joke is, I'm an alcoholic, and then off screen, they're like dousing themselves in alcohol. And you're like, it's actually a problem. Yeah, problem. I also, <laughs> I love the context that cheese being a drug means yeah. that they t- joked about openly they openly yeah. joked about his drug addiction yeah. on a morning kids cartoon <laughs> oh <no. laughs> to be fair the show treated it almost the exact as someone who's watched the show they did treat it that way as like a aha uh-huh, monty's gone drug crazy again <laughs> yeah there they have two episodes literally of them doing the like the what you would do with your friend on. Uh, who's on drugs kind of thing and literally have told him don't do that it's it's ruining your life right now they had yeah. two episodes and this movie just made it worse <laughs> but yep. but in a good way like it, it makes sense but um but the other thing in that apartment is that you see gadget went off to just be an engineer which is what she yeah. did on the show so they didn't have to say anything cuz they showed that she had it so the wink wink nudge part really bugged me on that one. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the other ones, I, I kind of still didn't like, but there there was a few where I'm like, okay, fine, you you, you get it. I laughed a little. Move on. Kinda and also the the, <laughs> the wink, wink, nudge, nudge about Zipper talking Oh, was, like, super not <laughs> subtle. Oh, yeah. But also, I thought it was funny. I, I like the guy who voiced it. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. So, um also can I just can I just bring attention to the fact that like the rap party on the last yeah. episode of their show in universe yeah and then it's just like zipper finally gets up the courage to ask gadget oh, yeah. out and then yeah. zoom 30 years later and they have what f- they've said like 42 kids and counting yeah. and here we go. Ridiculous. Here, here's a, here's our fan the the my remember my disclaimer at the beginning how these are different characters. Yeah. That that happen to play characters that you like in the thing. Guess what? Lo, the 
one reason I think Lonely Island did that is just so they could have a little more freedom on what to do with the characters without having to worry about it being... It's a reboot that's, that is separated from the original in its entirety. Yeah. They just wanted to play the original characters. So a lot of their... So if they had differences to their characters on the show, it was allowed. Yeah. I say, have at it. So me and my father actually had the discussion about Zipper and her getting together... There, there are shows where on onset they're they were always thrown around between the main leads, but the but she ended up dating the guy who played the nerd on the show. Yeah. So it happens, and I'm pretty sure that was the primary reason they made them do that. But there needed to be just a smidge of restraint because those babies live on in my nightmares. <laughs> yep. They're, Some of them are scary. There, I don't like it. I rather the Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog thing. I did not need what they were doing. I get what they were going for. They didn't need to do it. There, I- there was a couple. <laughs> there was a couple of them that looked normal of like either species. Yeah. But the majority of them were definitely like crossover abominations. And <laughs> you know what? You and know what? Whatever they can. Whatever <laughs> they can so, do what they want. The other thing was um, so so most of that I was, I like, if. I, I, yeah, I told I told Faulty this, or because we, we discussed this movie a while back. Um, it was like yeah, like fifty percent of this whole zipper and and gadget thing was a okay in my book for a lot of the reasons I brought up, but it was just the the rest of it. And then I ended up I got I was late to a stream by the way because of this. Someone posted in in one of the other discords I'm in in their in their uh, in their meme post. About yeah. what happened to the Rescue Rangers gadget form, I'm guessing, when they found out about this. And a lot of them thought a lot more harder about gadget getting uh, babies from Zipper in a yeah. way too realistic way that I became even less okay with it on principle. <laughs> I don't want to go into it to disgust anyone listening, but if you know how flies are born... Things get a little weird when a mammal and a fly <laughs> have kids, and it's not a fun thing to think about at, in the slightest. I was like, because I was reading it, and I was agreeing with these crazy cultist gadget lovers. Like, <laughs> in case oh, yeah. no, Sh- she's up there for cult. like. So a lot of them yeah. definitely took this a little too personally. <laughs> I love that. But it was one of those the. The crazy people are making a little too much sense that I didn't like it. So I kept... I wanted someone to say they were wrong is why I kept watching this this dubbed version of these forms. I wanted, wanted someone to be called out or something. <laughs> I didn't get that. And I was like, I'm like the stream. I need to stop watching this. Love that. So... You know, Gadget's (laughs) one of those characters that is definitely up there in terms of people absolutely love her to, like, a weird extent. Yeah. They're like, at least be with a mammal, girl. It's like, she can marry whoever she wants, guys. Frick you. (laughs) It is 2022. Yeah. She could have ended up with the bat from the show if they really wanted to go for it. I mean, it's still a mammal, but... (laughs) They could have gone for that, and they probably would have been way more okay with that. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, that was the other thing. They were because of that. That was the other thing that bugged me about those forms. Though they were saying like Zipper was their dog or their kid, and I'm like, did 
I've recently watched the show, and that's that's literally the meme of this podcast, this episode. I watched the show recently. Most of these people haven't even probably watched the show recently before this came out. I watched the show recently. Zipper is neither their dog, neither their 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 kid sidekick. Yeah, he's never treated that way throughout the entirety of the show. There, there's no, a he's just a friend. Weird episodes where they do, but primarily he was just a, a friend who uh. The big guy, whose name slipped my mind, just five Monterey. Yeah, it was basically he. It was just one of his close friends that he he grew up or so, or like met. So at most, yeah. for, even though he's like dressed like that, he's never been that. And so people were trying to claim like, oh, they put him with. It's like putting Velma with Scooby Doo after the show in their thing. I'm like, no, no, it is not, guys. <laughs> what your statement on his role in the show is wrong, guys. He's literally Shaggy at most. Yep. <laughs> not Scooby. You literally everything else like the about about it I kinda agree with, but this was like the one statement I want to put out to everybody and like go, guys, this is not right. You're wrong That's about funny. Zipper. I've watched the show. I know what Zipper was. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um Okay, can I Your can turn. I, just... <laughs> I got my chest off, go. <laughs> okay, so there's a part where at the end, they're like, hey, hit me on the head. And yeah. then, because in, in classic cartoons, you get hit yeah. on the head and the birds appear. Oh, right. See, that was a meta joke. I was like, I love this. It's <laughs> I, I have never seen Sam, Captain Blocks, I've never seen him laugh so hard in my life. That was the joke that got him. <laughs> because it's just like, ah, hit me on the head. Nothing appears. A fucking... His, the bird's phone goes off. The wife is just like, just ignore it. Just go back to bed. And he's just, you don't understand. This is my job. I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny? I, That's I think what so made good. It better for me internally in my head as I'm watching that scene I actually thought back to the scene in Roger Rabbit when you first meet him where he gets the the, oh, the refrigerator landed on his head oh yeah and they were blaming him for it being wrong and I'm like what if it was the birds that were wrong the whole time he was talking to the wrong cast members <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be this and it's like, but, but the birds showed up it's their job to show up <laughs> yep no yeah i love i love that and then and then also like the hitting him on the head and he's just like oh my god i can't believe we used to do this to you every week <laughs> like that, that, that is some, that, like, so that like that brings Bunny attention to the facts being like we shot you in the face like this many times daffy i'm so sorry we shouldn't have yeah. been doing <laughs> they they literally like they bring attention to the fact that the tunes actually feel pain. Yeah. Maybe it's not as much pain. Yeah. As someone who's not a tune, but they still feel pain every time. Yeah. Ridiculous. Which, which is, you know, that's that's literally how they, they are written. That like Wiley e. Coyote all do. Like, heck, actually, better example. Tom definitely, as cartoonishly he gets hit and stuff, and how almost not painful it looks. Tom is always looks like he's about to like die. <laughs> like Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he he 
Absolutely. Looks he, like he's... And also the... What is it? He's a, Sylvester. He's a tune in this. He's, he's one of the stunt guys. He's a tune stunt guy. In this... I will, I will say, he retired from Tom and Jerry in this universe to be a stunt guy for other tunes. There's no way he isn't, because that's just that's what you do when you do that kind of job, where all you yeah. do is get smacked in the face. You start well, training other people to get smacked in the face. I'm thinking the same thing about, like, Sylvester, though. Oh, yeah. From the Tweety cartoons. Poor Sylvester. I now, I now just feel bad for cats in general in cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always the cats, right? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. When it's not no one, Wile E. Coyote, no one, it's a no cat. No one would ever do this to Scooby, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Coyote's the only like dog-like character that's ever gotten like any s- no slack about. <laughs> What's um? Oh, I guess he's a coyote as well, isn't he? Uh, in Which the one? the ones with the sheep dog. Yes. But that wasn't that wasn't Wiley. That was someone else. I think they replaced Wiley, but I think when they started the sheep dog, because we're, we're th- um, double checking, it was the guy tries to break into a. In, in some kind of wolf tries to take off the sheep and the sheep dog gets him at every time correct? yeah he's he's animated similarly but he's yeah. not a coyote he's a wolf i, I think if memory serves the, me right the dog's name is sam the dog's yeah, name yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. sam what is the wolf's name i can't remember because they always started every single one of those episodes off with good morning sam good morning and yeah. i can't remember his other name right so if memory serves me right about this this is a completely sidetracked so I think it started with the Wiley Coyote. Ralph. Ralph. Okay. Ralph. So my brain says that it started with Wiley Coyote because I don't know the history about this, but his design is still very similar to Wiley's. Well, their design is similar, but they are not the same character. They are not the same characters, but something tells me like it was supposed to be like a, a spinoff with Wiley at first, and then they kind of, I guess, when they started the "Hello Sam, Hello Ralph," they kind of just made him a different <coughs> character entirely. That's, no, that's he was he happened. was always a different character. Okay, then I'm wrong. I, it's I just that's look, that's the way that, that that's actually interesting. That's just the way that Chuck Jones decided to draw wolves. Right, he just draws them the same. He has the yep. anime problem with. <laughs> is that a coyote or is that a wolf? It's whatever I say it is. Also, on a tangent, <laughs> while looking this up, yeah, um, I it also <laughs> brought up what's the dog's name from Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. The dog's name in Foghorn Leghorn is Barnyard Dog, except dog is spelled D-A-W-G. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> um, what is the difference between Ralph Wolf and Wile E. Coyote? Ralph huh. Wolf bears a striking resemblance to Wile E. Coyote, as they have virtually the same design. They are differentiated by Ralph's red nose instead of Coyote's black one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Oh, that might be part of the confusion, because there's times where they've drawn Wiley with that nose. Well, I, no, w- Wiley would always have a black nose. I, no, so, it, because of the designs being so similar, there it's probably, when, when you get, if, if there's an artist who's done both cartoons, or done both cartoons, with the designs being yeah. just enough, someone could accidentally draw the wrong model in certain scenes, or for in a whole cartoon. Maybe that that makes sense because I know I'm not the only one crazy. I know that that both both characters have been accident. It's it's like the frenzy and rumble thing in Transformers. So I made one mistake once about two characters who are 
basically the same in design, but differentiated by color and maybe like one small aspect in the other's design. <laughs> everybody after has just been having a really hard time keeping the consistency to say these are different characters because they are just as confused as everybody else by it. Also, Wily e. Coyote has um, slightly lighter fur. Yeah. And his eyelids are white. Mm. While Ralph's eyelids are. Ralph's fur is darker, his eyelids are a dark red, and he looks like a complete slut. Uh, Got it. Yeah, okay, I, I, I now have the full picture of them, of like, okay, I see the difference here. Yeah, they, they have, they have slightly different fur colors, they, and Ralph has red accents on his nose and his eyelids. Okay. I, I'm still just going off the fact that I know I've seen a cartoon where some artists messed that up. And gave the wrong de- wrong design for a, for a cartoon. Yeah, I also know that happens, especially with characters with similar designs. Oh, yeah. There we go. Also, while scrolling through this uh, oh, and no. looking for <laughs> these things, um, yeah. yeah, no, uh, people definitely like the idea of Ralph and Wiley uh, fucking. So that's cool. See, I was hopeful. Before you said that, of like, I thought it was gonna be one of those wholesomes, they're brothers or something like that. No, no, they, no people they on the be. internet really, uh. <laughs> yeah, okay, anyway. Okay, it's back on this movie. Um, so the quick note, because there's like, there's two other things, because there, there's a lot of other things I really like in the movie, like the cool hodgepodge thing near the end. Yeah. And that, and that system entirely. With Woody's leg and Optimus Prime's leg and. The, he the has bulls- a, he shoots a bullet bill yeah. for some reason. <laughs> uh what was it? The the cat head was that the villain from Chip and Dale? Um yes and no. Yes and no. It he was, was the it was a cat. Color. It, oh, what was the Easter egg video? Okay. So it it was a lot more complicated than that. It is What cat was be. it? So it was the the girl cat whose name slips my mind right now. That was in Aristocats, the the little girl. Yeah. Which you can't see that she does, or she, whatever you want to call the amalgamation of like everything. Um, they had the the little bow hair thing in there, and that is what it's slightly structured as. But the fur color is of Fat Cat. Okay. Wait. Oh, but wait. That reminds me of. Oh my God. Wait. The cat from. From, uh, from, from, from yeah. Great Mouse Detective. Yes. I, I can't remember if it was confirmed about that, but that but most people were, were equating it to the little girl in the fur of cat, Fat Cat. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, it's definitely this cat. Okay, cool. Glad to know. I don't see the cat right now. I, I'll just Felicia. take from here. Felicia yeah. is Radigan's cat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember how that cat looks like. I just know that's what the Easter egg video I watched. That's what they assumed. Those were the two types of why, people that were involved. Why? Why is this recommended? Oh, I'm no, looking up the cat from Great Mouse Detective. Oh. Says Felicia <laughs> the cat, and then the top recommended video for this <laughs> is Felicia the cat from the Great Mouse Detective. Vor in media. No. No, I, I why why I get, why I get the cat ate a lot of people in that movie but you guys 
Wait, Why you... is no no, no Vorin Media? Vorin Media is the name of the YouTube channel. No. No. I'm sorry. Wait. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little rabbit hole and check out. No. This this channel. This this cannot. Okay. I, this I don't this like is the on my search history like now. This, but uh, as we're both technically furries, um, what are the furries doing? Can they not? Please. Oh my god, and it, one of the videos on this channel from two weeks ago no. is the scene from Valiant No, where the nurse bird eats the worm. No! I like Valiant. I hate that scene in that movie, but like, no. There's also uh, the some of the Titan scenes from Attack on Titan. There's Wait, a clip so from just, Sam and oh Max. It's it's literally this channel is just website, hidden on YouTube because it's because it's just normal cartoons. These videos doing it. No, these videos have thousands of views. No. Everything is new for from the bad guys. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Oh my god, and literally on the th on the thumbnails. <laughs> oh, no. On the thumbnails for these videos, it has like on porn websites when you would see tags for the type of porn that it is. Oh no. Literally on the thumbnail just on the side, soft, male predator, male prey, fun size, oral. I Why no! is this a thing? Why is this a thing? Oh my goodness me. After everything that's been happening, everywhere right now this is the thing that's destroyed the most of my humanity in me oh my god there's a clip from total drama island no i don't even like total drama island and i don't think this is okay oh my god there's a clip from a cg episode of the simpsons no fairly odd parents can we talk about chip and dale this is less painful than chip and dale movie this is the death of animation, I, is this channel I, right here. I oh don't my god. like it. I hate this so much. This is... This is a channel that I know exists, and it gets thousands of views a day. It posts daily videos about Vore content. And this channel probably makes more money than me. Ten bucks? Uh, and I could... I'm playing Devil's Advocate about it, but like... Imagine that they actually aren't into this, and they're just this doing channel. Like this. this channel has 19.5 million views. Why? Million. You. <laughs> They've been around since no. August 2020. No. They upload daily videos Monday through Sunday. No. <laughs> Welcome to the Vorin Media YouTube channel, where we attempt to document every instance of Vor in mainstream media. You know that time you were watching a movie with your friends where the hero got eaten by a big ugly monster, and while your friends screamed in horror, you felt kinda awkward? Yeah, that's what you'll find here. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god, and then they give the dictionary definition of Vor after that. Oh my god, they have an email address for business inquiries. No! They have a Discord server! No! They have their own lists on Tier List Maker. No! 
<laughs> they have a subreddit. No! How? It get the more you speak, the more uh, not okay I'm feeling about this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. This is fucking brilliant. Here at what They have the, the clip of They have the clip of Farquad. Like the Oh, whatever you call <laughs> it. Like, like come on. This is a lot. This is too much work for this. On their channel art banner, they have Farquad. No. Because he gets bored by no. the dragon. Okay, like, this 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 podcast went a whole different fucking direction. Yeah, like, come on, that's like fighting the feet video people on uh, YouTube. That's so funny. It's, no, why are you guys here? Go elsewhere, please. Oh, that's so funny. Alright, to clean our palette, because we also have a dark thing to talk about. At the end here, with one of the yep. other characters. So we need a cleanse from that real quick before we have to talk about something else even dark. So, when people have... Uh, oh, right. This is actually a continuation of what we were trying to talk about the voice actors before. So when, when the with the country is about the voice actors of them not having them, here's the thing. When I looked it up, all the actors from the original series are employed in this movie. So, yeah. um, as one... When they go Chipmunk, it is switched. It's not them speeding up the current actors in this movie's voices. They are doing the voices of the uh, from the original cast that voiced Chip and Dale. They probably just grab clips from the original show. Possibly. There is a whole fake episode we watch, though. That's true. So... So, so like, like uh, I think it's, yeah, Jim Cummings, who voiced him, who's also Winnie the Pooh, for everyone who doesn't know, did return for Fat Cat for that scene, by the way, as a note. So, Weird. they cared enough to get actors from the show into this movie, whether they were voicing the mains or not. Which is more than they've done for Mario, everybody. It's more than they've done for Mario. <laughs> yeah. Um... So in case, in just in like big cases, um, the actors who voiced Chip and Dale also voiced Gadget and Zipper. Not yeah. respectively, I probably messed that up. So that checks out. So when w before Zipper goes into his man voice, it is voiced by the original voice actor. Good. I think it was Dale's actor. I think. I think Chip. Yeah, Chip. And Gadget were voiced by the same person, and Zipper and Dale were voiced by the same person. Yeah. So, in short, they ca they cared enough, and I I'm curious about maybe maybe Lumiere might be voiced by the same person, but which is probably stretching that. I, th I uh, Roger Rabbit it. is voiced by the same guy who voiced Roger Rabbit back in the day. Hilariously, enough. that's he, good. He's, he's still working, by the way. Which he's <laughs> yep. he's old, but he's still working. <laughs> if you um, love what you do, yeah. <laughs> um, he did a really good I just still sounding like Roger Rabbit too, which is even better. Which is, I guess, I guess Rob, um, who voices uh, uh, everyone's favorite meme, Carl Weezer, and, oh, and yeah, Wacko, yeah. he still can perform those voices at his age as well. He does a really good job. Yeah. So, um. Let's go. <laughs> Chippendale on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. was actually a surprise to everyone. Yeah. Uh, it has an 82% from critics, 
Okay. And it has an 81% from audience. Huh. It has very well-rounded reviews all around. Man, what a... Which, like... Here, That's let the me... follow you want to see after... Let me check critic reviews. Uh, probably the funniest film of the year so far. Uh, there hasn't been many funny films this year, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, the new rant. stand. <laughs> the new standard for one for the kids that the parents will love. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers delivers a meta take on the remake and reboot trend in Hollywood, while also conforming to it at the same time. Which is, you know, okay. So, uh, the conforming thing—that's usually my issue with metas that do that, because then you you haven't changed the problem, which is usually why it's best when they're. When I said earlier about like that's why. Uh, making fun of that when it's not happening kind of thing? Yeah. Makes sense. Think so BoJack think... Horseman meets Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Or is that just still BoJack Horseman? Isn't it just the original <laughs> Roger Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Also, the voice for BoJack Horseman played Peter in this movie. Yes, he did. I didn't even recognize it was him. Yeah. Um. I... There's... Okay, the top. I saw the, the credits t- and saw Will Arnett, and I'm like, I don't remember seeing him in this movie. Where was he? <laughs> yeah, he was Peter. Um, one of the top critic reviews for this movie um, says, Beyond paling in comparison to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Chippendale Rescue Rangers' attempt at commenting on animation's missteps feels safe and stale, as all their references are already well worn punchlines. Well, they're well-worn punchlines in the internet community, at least. I don't know about actually entire... Like, well, okay, there's been a few punchlines about sequels and reboots. And, and, like, when you watch, like, a reboot horror movie that goes, oh, the reboot's never good or something. Yeah. In the reboot, that's not even really good. Yeah. Then, technically, yes. But... Oh, my God, the way this review starts... And if you had never watched a movie about or been on the internet, they, they at least are decent jokes about it. Yeah. Um. My my good showing of this. So. Uh. So I <clears throat> I think the twist villain being the cop thing was a bad way of doing it because they still yeah. made it a twist villain about the cop being bad, which yep. you know undermines the meta commentary in its entirely because you still did it. Thank you. The one that, yep. but the uh, the place where they did it right is when they they had a few jokes about making the tunes rap, which has been a joke for ages at this point. Of for some reason, heck, when they were dubbing anime, they had to make them rap too, for no reason. Yep. And at least it is a fun slash. They didn't call it call. It, they put just enough effort into it that it wasn't an ear sore. But did not put too much effort into it that it was basically the the, pro- the problem over again. Yeah, it, it felt like they just had the actors do the best they could of making up their own rap because I can't remember what it was. There was something else I watched that did something else like that, but then it was like a perfectly or it was like a pop song or something. I think it was. I won't be singing <clears throat> pop song because they were at one point they also made all the tunes like sing pop songs too. Yeah. Which is still technically also a trend that hasn't died yet. Sing yep. too. Uh, <coughs> uh, 
But that being said, like the whole like I I did like the one with like ah, and we'll have just some we'll have some pop star do a rendition of the theme song, even though everybody just yeah. wants to hear the original. But yeah. like, come on, Post Malone's version of the Chippendale theme song no, is fucking I didn't, good. I didn't hate it, but <laughs> it's that, pretty that, good. It did, it did make me a little bit groan because I knew it was coming. Yeah, well, of course it, you know I'm it's like, coming. Oh, no. It's a, it's a reboot. What do you expect? Yeah. Um. Okay, I I just wanna the start of this this negative review. Oh, here we go. I'm ready. Give it. Okay. To me. F- for years, Disney has been churning out live action reboots of its popular animated films for better and mostly worse. Now they've hit the point of creating their own parody made to gently mock while promoting many many of the properties under the ever expanding Disney umbrella. Playing like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the new Disney release Chippendale Rescue Rangers brings back the classic animated characters in the live-action neo-noir scenario, with a Hollywood backdrop that offers an endless parade of cameos of real life and cartoon celebrities, bolstered by a star-studded voice cast. Okay. Again, Roger um, Rabbit did the same thing, but because it had the distance for it, it, Sam- it, it didn't Ooh. feel as bad, but... Andy Samberg soars as Dale, but Mulaney is miscast as Chip. Really? I don't know. As Dale, Andy Samberg's in his comfort zone, playing a lovable doofus. His signature optimism and wackiness acts as a solid foil to Chip's cynicism and rationale. However, Mulaney feels wasted in the straight man role, a stand-up comic who's long played with his voice as if he'd stepped out of a 1940s movie. He feels confined to the... to the taciturn nature of this dream-dashed chipmunk. But that's what you want, though. Mulaney, uh, his voice brought Spider-Ham to vivid life, while in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Mulaney feels flat. I mean... But isn't that the point, though? That's a I feel part like of that's the, kind of the point. Enough, that's a part of the commentary, right? Because if you listen to how he sounds before the, the cancellation... Yeah, he he. It's it's like the Spider Ham. He's a jokester who only really like who plays a straight man every now and again, just so you can yeah. So they can bounce off better. Technically, our relationship kind of feels that way. Sometimes you're the straight man. Sometimes I am. Yeah, like it depends on what comedy we're going for. Yeah, and some of us do better at straight men than others in other contexts as well. But we we we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But like, the point is, he he's a he's a comedian who's been kicked out of being a comedian. Is he really yeah. gonna be a happy speaking comedian through the movie? No. If they do yeah. a Chippendale sequel, he'll be allowed to be a little more like that, because that's how he's starting to act at the end of this movie. It's called. It's part of that that show don't tell thing. They how he acts as. So the movie goes on, he acts more like the comedian that they hired. Right? Yeah. So it thematically it works. Yep. But um, I, I can't I kinda understand too. <laughs> okay, so we gotta wrap this up here. Oh yeah, so but we one of the one Peter. of the last thing one of the last things I wanted to bring up before we talk about Peter. Okay. Um just like kinda some of the cameos that they have in this movie. Yeah. Um really weird me out as like their place in like the world. (laughs) So at one point, at one point they go past a, um, they go past a, 
like bench, like one of the street yeah. benches. And on the bench, it says vote for Senator Butthead. Oh. Like Beavis yes. and Butthead. Yeah, I know. I oh, I got spoiled what? by that. I saw that before I actually ended up watching the movie. It was like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Two things were spoiled for me for this movie, for everyone who did not know or seen our Twitter feeds. Uh, it was Ugly Sonic. I That was the one I actually publicly said what was going on. I didn't know it was happening. The other one yeah. I did not tell anybody, and that was I, I found out about the Butthead thing. And I yeah. was like, ha ha! How could you? <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, I just it's, it's kind of weird. On Arnold Schwarzenegger becoming governor. It's, that's that's it's, all. I, that has to be it. There's no other going. I doubt any it. Deeper than that, it's probably a stretch. If we go any deeper, <laughs> um, I just think like some of the some of the references that they make are so out of nowhere. <laughs> it's so confusing like who came up with that idea who actually came up with that idea i would like to have a word me and you dragging the same guy out asking about why why so many kids with these designs and you're like why'd you make butthead president senator <laughs> or senator, senator butthead <laughs> where's Very my confusing. memes of that i just realized everyone's favorite like metal gear meme but that senator dude Where's my yeah. butthead version of that? Um, there was also at the at the convention that they yeah. were at. Uh, there was Pickle Rick at one point. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which was like, oh god. Also, of course. Actually, as, a, as a quick note of the convention, um, I can't believe that I, f- I feel like I'm the only one who knew with the with the Tigra chick that was talking to Dale. Because no yeah. one's watched that Avengers show, the, and the only reason I knew it. It's because it was recommended to me at one point on Disney Plus, so I watched like two episodes and I was like, "Eh, not my kind of like high end." It's it's a very '90s superhero show, so like yeah. very very anime in places. And I was like, "Eh, a little much for me," so I didn't finish it. And but Tiger's only appearance, I think, in Marvel is that show, so it's kind of yep. kind of cute to see her there. She, she's adorable. Um, yeah. I think she's voiced by Chris Summers, if memory serves me right, as well. Yeah. Which I, I think she's voiced in the movie by. I think. Don't quote me. I didn't check anybody. I don't check secondary casts often. <laughs> <laughs> I have to really recognize the voice to be, be going, I'm going to check if that's who I think it is. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to leave. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. So... Well, um, you want to wrap it with so the Peter and, and go? Wrap this up real quick. There was a big controversy around Peter, Peter in this Peter, movie Peter. because um, his story in this movie is like he acted in Peter Pan. He was the boy who never grows up. Oops, he grew up. He mm. hit puberty. He did whatever. He got kind of kicked out of the Hollywood space. Nobody wanted him. So he uh, went off and did his own thing. Uh and just kind of like be lived the loner life from then on. Yeah. Um, so this is very similar to the story of what happened with the real life actor for Peter Pan. Who both who, voiced him and played him in their, uh, what is it? What Disney was doing at the time. He, they, they had like actual performances for the animators to watch over things. So he voiced him and played him. 
Yeah. If you this look at main reason huh. he was casted. So if you look at Peter in the cartoon side by side with the real life actor for Peter, they actually yeah. look very similar. Yeah. Um so uh very similar stories after playing in Peter Pan he essentially grew up and nobody wanted to hire him for roles anymore mm. and i believe uh if memory serves me right he like overdosed yes it it's a lot and I, I think this is primary why this is was the controversy is because technically history ended way worse than Pete's did. Yeah. I mean, Pete's still a washed up big old big boy, but he does have a multi-billion dollar like criminal underworld. So he's doing a lot exactly. better by, by the primary fact he's alive. But yeah, that I, oh, I feel bad making that joke. Um, yeah. So it is that, and I think the other part is is that it's technically still happening. There are still oh, yeah all the time stories from specifically Disney of kids not making it past the the child star stages. Oh yeah. And all like the time. We, we we only like have like I don't know uh our, our the famous one who played in McAllister. Um, he's doing okay now. I don't know what it, I don't yeah know what now it now he's fine. Money. But he had to go through so much of that. Uh, the only story I've heard that actually sounds like nothing horrendously happened um, was the, the the kids who played Zack and Cody, uh, Dylan and Cole's spouse. But they but that's they kinda, because they, they were teenage heartthrobs. They were teenage heartthrobs, but they also I, I found a video about them how they kind of they their their primary thing that helped them on that one is they were able to get away from it. Yeah. Find other passions besides acting. One did come back, and one technically acts in a bunch of indie stuff, but they mostly stick to their their new jobs, from what I can tell. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Cole, is it? Yeah, Cole, yes. I think, <laughs> is currently in, I have, I still have a hard time differentiating them. Uh, Cole, I believe, <laughs> is in Riverdale still, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then Dylan, yeah, he's been in a lot of uh, independent movies. Yeah. But so they have also... their, they have other things they like to do, and that's yeah. great. Yeah, one's a photographer. Yeah. Which I think it, I think it's Dylan that's a photographer. I think. Could be I believe so. And the the other one makes beer. <laughs> Weird, but he fair. He makes alcohol himself, by the way. Uh, it's a great story of literally a uh, celebrity selling a brand. And he's like, guys, I actually make the stuff myself. I've studied the histories. Please, I'm not just some rich actor boy. I make I make it myself. <laughs> Accept me, please. Also, yes, I was right. It, it is. Yeah, I was I was right about which one it is. Cole Yay. is the one that's in Riverdale. Nice. Um, But it, like they both still act. But yeah. they just like acting isn't their like main thing. Yeah. It, though honestly, they probably made enough money when they were in Disney. Yeah. Where they could be set for a long time. Yeah. So either that's, that's way, probably one of the other things because yeah, they they got college paid for everything. Like main thing is also uh, you can look at them as like YouTubers who who always realize they they are supposed to be normal people first, celebrities second. And that's yeah. what college and everything kind of helped them with, in general. 
is they they were able to be ground they were grounded as people and were able to kind of just stay out of the public eye about doing because most of that kid child acting thing is look you peaked at 12 years old what are you doing next and then no one wants to hire you because you peaked at 12 years old because you were cute or if yeah. you're real lucky you get what Dylan Cole had which is they became teen heartthrobs next because they were the yeah they started as the cute kid from daddy's home the the Adam Sandler movie they switched yeah. out as the that's kid. a that's a good movie then they became then they became Zack and Cody and they're still the adorable kid care then during the time the the transition to them being more teenagers it became heartthrobs and then that's where they kind of went everyone just back off <laughs> but even as teens they were still on Zack and Cody yes they they came back for uh sweet life on deck and they also did a big crossover thing with like they that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. They did it or whatever. Twice. They did it on on Sweet Life. They or they did it on the original, which is the Raven Hannah Montana. Then they did it a second time with Wizards of Waverly Place and Hannah Montana because I think oh, Raven. Right. That's the Ravens was out the door as a show at that point, so they just used. I think Wizards was new, so they they just switched them out. Don't quote me on yeah. that. I don't actually remember the exact airing times all these things were. I just remember that most of these shows were technically rerun together when I was growing up. So, it's all... They all came out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the, the release schedules and what made them do certain things. Because I know yeah. Corey in the House, Hannah Montana, and one other thing did a, their own co- collaboration, which was less crossovery. They all wished on the same star, and, and shenanigans ensued. Yeah. So that it kind of shows you what was wrong. Hannah Montana, I think Hannah Montana is one of their longest running ones, right under uh, the Sweet Life. Because if you put Sweet Life together with both both shows, it's longer than Hannah Montana. So yep. So they it makes sense that they've crossed over with a lot of things that have come and gone on the thing. Point being, uh. Peter did not get lucky on that one, and everyone's a bit upsetty that they're even referencing this that Disney is still technically doing. <laughs> yeah, but also, I do think that the whole thing with Peter's actual actor, like that yeah. whole situation, I don't think they did that on purpose. So I like, you know, I don't, I don't I, think the comparisons. I don't think anybody between... does this to young actors on purpose. Well, no, I'm like, saying I don't think I don't think when they were writing Chip and Dale, oh yeah, 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 yeah. where they were like, let's make a meta commentary about this yeah. very specific event. It's it's one of those the the life was stranger than fiction thing. You you think like before because I think I remember hearing the story before, but because I I was really into the Peter Pan movie a while ago. I I haven't watched it in a hot minute. Uh, for a lot of other reasons that are like more uncomfortable to watch now. I, yeah. Other than that one part, it is still technically a good movie, and technically its sequel is better in a lot of ways. Um, I, I haven't watched the sequel. Uh, I don't want to. There, there's a bit. There's a lot of things where it's like, oh, I really like this as a as a new movie, direct to sequel movie. It's good for the direct to sequels. We also compared to the other direct sequels. It did. Ha- it had more care for the source material it is continuing from than most other yeah. direct sequels probably had at the time. What, you're telling me Pocahontas 2 isn't just the best thing Disney's ever made? 
You're telling me the Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 <laughs> isn't the best thing that Disney's ever made? No. I'm sorry, you're telling me Lion King 1 and a half isn't the best thing Disney's ever made? Lion King 1 and a half is decent. I can Ugh, say gross. that. But... Gross. Fuck off. <laughs> See, I, I, I would have joked about Lion King 2, but Lion King 2 is actually awesome. Lion King 2 is good. <laughs> Lion King 2 is actually, like, fucking incredible. That's what it is. Lion King one and a half is serviceable, serviceable for what as a continuation slash prequel to the Timon and Pumbaa show, but not yeah. a really good Lion King sequel. Exactly, which so, is why I just wish they called it Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're telling me that Kronk's new groove isn't the best thing Disney's ever made? That was actually kind of debatable. It's good in places, I, I, but it's not. It's, it's, it's not fine. great. It's fine. It's fine. It's serviceable. <laughs> you know what? It's a good, it's though, a good honestly, one to watch with the homies, right? Yeah. My my guilty pleasure Disney sequel is Bambi 2. <laughs> I love that movie. I think visually it's gorgeous. It's, I love, it's actually pretty good. I love the animation. I love the soundtrack. I, I like it for... I, I like its uh, narrative-ness because... Yeah. The first movie is more of a a, a son daughter or son daughter what the frick daughter right? mother son movie for a good chunk yeah. of it right yeah well I mean even, yeah you actually get to see him with his father. mom yeah unlike the first but movie <laughs> the sequel the sequel is more of a father son movie yeah because he hangs up with his dad and learning to be the the leader of the herd and everything like that. Yep. So, thematically, they work very well together as, like, a complete story. I'm sorry, um, you're telling me Tarzan and Jane isn't the best okay, thing stop, Disney's ever- Stop, <laughs> We're talking about the poor pan, okay? We- That's what we're trying to finish up here. <laughs> is- Is the- Hold on, I had a thing. I had- my, my main rebuttal is, Long Island might have known about it, but I wouldn't think it, because truthfully- if you if you were isolated and someone told you that the actor the the kid actor for Peter Pan grew up and lost everything, just sounds like a plot you would do for Peter Pan. Actually, no. I they mean, did they did that. That, that, was, Hook. that Robin, was Hook. That was Hook. Robin Williams in the movie Hook is literally that plot. Okay. Yep. If you were to hear that this happened to to the actor, you'd think it was fiction. Because it just makes sense uh, yep. as like some kind of like downfall and rise back, okay? So probably, and I think me and man, I've been mentioning Faulty a lot. I talk to Faulty a lot these days. Uh, <laughs> That's good. We we're both animator peeps and 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 love certain and love a lot of game design. So we talk a lot. Um, so we were talking like it, it just feels like if you didn't know about the story, you would still write this for Peter Pan as a villain. Exactly. You could wipe that from existence, and this would like if we could time travel and save that kid, that plot point would still be there, wholesale, because it just makes sense as as a part of that kind of commentary and everything like that. Yeah. With Peter Pan, I mean the the only real problem I have with that thing, outside of the controversy is a tune just suddenly starts sprouting into puberty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did watch Chippendale grow up, so it wasn't, like, the hardest thing to to swallow at that point. But, like, 
tunes are supposed to be immortal, be the age they've always been drawn. But it is funny though that uh, uh, what was it? I think he's traditionally animated for most of the uh, the what was it? At when he was when they show him as young Peter Pan, yep. isn't he traditionally animated? He is, yeah. And then and then he slowly becomes what he is now, which is the same as Chip. Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, anyway. I, for one, found it pretty solid. Um, I will say, I did nearly have a stroke, though, when suddenly uh, the Peter Pan movie started playing in the middle of my Chip and Dale movie, though. <laughs> just just straight-up clips. Not not recreated clips, just straight-up clips from, from Peter Pan. Kind oh, of yeah. threw me through a loop, because they, they didn't really do it. Like, I mean, uh, when, they're, when they were talking about uh, the Chipmunks... And everything, it was definitely just a clip from the Chipmunks movie, dubbed over yeah. with whatever they wanted. Yeah, it was. But like, but it was on a TV in the background. They literally interrupted Chip and Dale to show me Peter Pan. Yeah, they they straight up did. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, guy. I wasn't. You got to prepare me for this. That threw me through such a loop. <laughs> anyway, yeah, moral of the story. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, it has problems, its flaws, but... obviously, but, yeah. uh, I don't know, consistency aside, you yeah. know, I generally think that this movie had a lot of heart. I really like how it yeah. was written. Um, I appreciate the effort that got yeah. put into it. I appreciate the writing, the gags, the jokes, the laughs, the gaffes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know, I out of ten. The people who who truly did work on this movie are, are people I would love in the industry. And I'd rather them working for anybody, but the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Out of that, 10, what do you think? That's the main reason everyone hated it. Cause the mouse greenlit it. Yeah. That's the main reason everyone didn't was apprehensive about it at the first. But yeah. if it was the lonely Island with all the money of the world from other people, everyone would have found it a, at least more decent of a movie than they, they have but i'm hearing like most people liked it so that's that's good news yeah what do you think out of 10 uh nine out of ten. Nine. i told you okay <laughs> it's one of those movies uh i will watch it again but I, i'm probably not watching it again by myself or anything so you're giving it a nine out of a ten that's an almost perfect score yeah exactly are you saying you shouldn't be giving it an eight out of ten I was going to give it a 7. Oh, okay. Then 6 out of 10 then. Yeah, because I, I really like this movie, <laughs> but I don't think it's anywhere near perfect. It's a movie, it'll be, it, every now and again you'll put it on kind of movie. But... Exactly. Like, I've watched it twice now and I enjoyed it both times. Yeah. But I'm like... That would be like the one the second time, but... I watched it with yeah, my no, family. Your, so it was a your, time your rating system is, uh, is kind of interesting there. Sorry, I I just went with oh like I I don't know my reading system. <laughs> I enjoyed weird. it kind of, fifteen kind of. out of ten. <laughs> well, let's just toss a good number up there. You, you need to you need to see what I give for like movies I actually do hate. <laughs> well, I just think like you know on a scale of one to ten, five is like a decent movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah. good. It's not bad. It's in the middle, right? Yeah. So then, right. you know, a good movie is around seven. A great movie is like eight or nine. 
and then a perfect movie is 10. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You know? So, like, you know, I'd put John Carter at, like, a 1. Okay. Well, I put the I... <laughs> Lion King remake at his 100, uh, negative 100 and zero to zero, 10, whatever you want to call it. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> negative 100 out of 10, that's what I'm trying to say. Lion there King, don't watch it. Except the original. Watch the the original is great. The original's Disney like Plus, just watch um, the original. The original is a nine. That's a nine. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, I will go to see work. you guys That's in the next podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not see going to episode. work. I'm not uh, going to work. Oh, no I'm going to go pick up a pair of shoes. Oh. Yeah, because I have I have to. That's go what get you're that. late for. Okay, I got yeah. worried for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, no. End of the episode. Late. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Thanks everybody for watching the What's Poppin' podcast. Big preach. Uh, be sure to check out the uh, links in the description below to go to either the Agent N107 channel or the Werewing channel. Yeah. Um, subscribe. Do all that stuff. If you're Wait, watching Spotify? on, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Anchor. Uh, be sure to, uh, follow, uh, follow, and, yeah. uh, you will get notifications whenever the next episode is out. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, next five years at this, right now. You know what? I'm going to try and do these every couple weeks again. I'm going to record the next one with Adam. We'll, uh, we'll see what, how I it goes. I was supposed to do, I wanted to do the Batman one, but I, I just got busy with my own stuff. And I, I still haven't I, seen it, whatever. so. Yeah, I I will try and get around to possibly doing that with Sam doing Batman. Do it. Uh, there, it's still still there's still some apparently discourse around Batman, oddly enough. Weird. Oh no, there was Discord in our own Discord server about it. Oh yeah, someone <laughs> said it was awful, like one of the most boring movies they've ever seen. <laughs> anyway, all and right, goodbye Sam. everyone. <laughs>